Hi, hi, hi. It's time to hit the math grind. This is After Class with Miss Donovan, a podcast where we go over each week of what we did in class. Here we are for week four overview of geometry. This week's a little bit shortened because we're taking a test on Tuesday. So all we have to go over is what we did on Friday and Monday. And then at the end of the episode, I'm going to be going over the quiz per usual. Again, we might get two episodes this week because we are going to test again next week, but we will see. So let's get into the topics. mathematician of the week this week was Annie Easley. She was born April 3rd or April 23rd, 1933 and died June 25th, 2011. She is from Alabama and grew up in the middle of the Jim Crow era, so she didn't have that many opportunities available available for her since she was a black American. Uh, She ended up helping other black people study for the literacy test so they would be able to vote in the state of Alabama. She went to Xavier University in New Orleans and started off her career at NASA as a human computer where she worked for the Lewis Research Center, which is now known as the Glenn Research Center, for for NASA and its predecessor, the National Advisory Committee for Aerodynamics. Um, She was a computer scientist, mathematician, and rocket scientist, and she led the software developer for the Centaur Centaur rocket stage. So she did a lot of really cool things for NASA and really was a forefront for um, black women in mathematics. So that is it for our Mathematician of the Week, Annie Easley. Okay, it's time to talk about Friday. On Friday, we started our target for 4-2. I can find angles by applying the angle addition postulate or the definition of angle bisector. Today, it was 4-2 day one, and we focused on the angle addition postulate. Remember, you had a worksheet to do, and you were turning in only the evens. So basically, we started out with figuring out the measure of angles on a protractor. We had a protractor there, and we talked about it. And basically, you had to remember that the protractor postulate was to each angle. There corresponds a unique number between 0 and 180 degrees called the angle measure. And the measure of the angle is formed by the two two rays, so the pair of rays, um, and its absolute value and the difference associated by the numbers. So again, those are just how you measure an angle. So we were wanting to make sure that we were using the protractor to measure it right. We had one where I used a protractor on my book and... um, told you the angles and hopefully if you had a protractor you used it too and then we were talking about the angle addition postulate which is when you add the two smaller angles of one large angle to get the measure so again we were just trying to we would have like one big angle so say angle a b c and there was a line cutting angle a b c in the middle so we had two angles so we had a b d and b and d b c if we added angle ABD and DBC, we should get the measure of angle ABC. So that's basically what we are saying. We use that, then um, we would take the measure of the large angle. So say the large angle had a measure of 50 and one of the smaller angles, we could figure out what the other smaller angle's measure was. If we had the two measures of the smaller angle, we could add them up to be the larger angle. And we just did a bunch of examples in our book about it. Um, during the video. So again, you could use the angle addition postulate in many ways. You could use it to figure out what one of the measures of the smaller angle is or one of the measures of the bigger angle is. So again, all we were doing is adding things together to figure out what the measures of angles are. I know I've said that like 15 times. And that was basically it. We didn't really do that much. All we did was the angle addition postulate. Um, So it's time to get on a Friday, 4-2, day two. Monday, Monday, Monday. All right, it's time to start talking about Monday. So we talked about 
Our target for 4-2 was I can find the measure by applying the angle addition postulate or the definition of angle bisector. Today we focused on angle bisector. So we started in the middle of page 46 and basically we talked about the definition of a bisector of an angle. So the bisector of an angle is a ray that divides the angle into two congruent adjacent angles. So remember, congruent means equal, adjacent means they share a side. So if you have an angle bisector of if you see that you have a bisector of an angle, the two smaller angles and the big angle are going to be congruent. So then basically we just use that definition to solve a bunch of problems. So we were given that a certain a certain segment is a, a certain ray is a bisector of an angle. That means that on both sides of that ray, it is congruent. So those sides, the degrees should be equal. So then we used it whether or not we knew what one of the sides was, or if we knew what the whole angle was, we could divide the whole we could divide the measure of the whole angle by 2 to get what each bisector was equal to, or we could add the two bisectors together to get what the measure of the whole angle is. So we also used that with um, if we didn't know exactly what the measures, if we had a lot of variables. So again, if we had variables and we had, uh, we had expressions for the two bisectors of an angle, we would add the two bisectors together, the two expressions, and solve for x. And then we'd get what the measure, well, we'd plug the x back in to get the measure of the bisector, and then multiply that by 2 to get the measure of the whole angle. So again, it was a lot of very simple just using the definition of angle bisector to figure out the different measures for these angles. So that is all we did. We did a lot of practice, and your homework is um, a worksheet that I created. And then remember, there's the optional quiz review you could do, which I recommend doing, and then we have the quiz tomorrow. So I guess it's time to get on to our quiz overview. Okay, now it's time for our assessment number four, uh, review a little overview. So I have the assessment right in front of me, and I'm going to go through each section. So your assessment's going to be four pages. It's about uh, seven sections, but there aren't too many. So our first section is target 1-1 part two. You can identify and name parts of circles. There are two questions. They look exactly the same as the two questions before. One is true or false. One is asking you to draw either a chord, diameter, or radius in a circle. Uh, then your learning target 2-1 and 2-2, I can make conjectures by applying inductive reasoning and recognize the limits of inductive reasoning, and I can use deductive reasoning to prove conjectures are true and develop geometric and algebraic arguments based on deductive reasonings. You're asked to complete the next two terms in the sequence, and these terms are, these sequences look super similar to the optional review, so recommend doing that. Then we have target 3-1. I can use the properties to complete algebraic two-column proofs. Here, uh, the statements are all given to you. You have to fill in the reasons. So the only thing you need to do is be able to fill in the reasons. So remember to go look at your properties. That's the only question we are asking for that. Then there's learning target 3-2. I can identify uh, the hypothesis and conclusion of a conditional statement and give counters examples for a false conditional statement. The first question you're asked to give a counterexample. So I don't want an if-then statement. If my uh, question says, if an angle is obtuse, then its measure is 105 degrees, I want an example of an obtuse angle that isn't 105 degrees. So again, a good answer could be 97 degrees. Anything that is bigger than 90 degrees that is obtuse but is not equal to it. So again, I just want an example. I don't want you to write a statement. Next, it says underline or highlight the conclusion of the conditional statement. So remember, the if is the hypothesis. The then part is the conclusion. 
Learning target 3-3, I can write and determine the truth value of the converse, introverse, and contrapositive of a conditional statement. Write and interpret the biconditional statement. We have a true or false statement you need to answer about biconditional statements, so make sure you know the definition. And then you're going to be asked to write the converse of a statement. So I list the statement below. You need to write the converse of it. Then we get into target uh, 4-1, which is our last old target. I can find the length of segments by applying the segment addition postulate or using the definition of midpoint. There's two questions. One, you use the segment addition postulate. The other, you use midpoint. Make sure you review those. And then again, our newest section, learning target, what is it, 4-2. I said 4-4. It is 4-2. I'm going to fix that. I can find the measure by applying the angle addition postulate or the definition of angle bisector. There are three questions. Um, you just need to make sure that you know the definition of a bisector and how to use it, and you know how to use the angle addition postulate. So remember, um, if you have any questions, uh, make sure to ask them. But other than that... You're good to go. So good luck on your assessment. Okay, and that is it for our week four overview. Woo, let's get excited. Good luck on your assessment tomorrow. And remember that we do have, I do have office hours from 210 to 3 o'clock every single day. I hope this helped a little bit. Um, again, remember you're tested on each target three times before it is finalized. So don't worry, don't stress if you're still working on it. Again, you can also turn in, I'm saying again a lot, you can turn in any homework you haven't late for full credit. And if you need to retake, if you need to take an assessment because you haven't, make sure you talk to me and I'll get that done for you. So that seems like that's it for this week. I'll see you in class.